Hi, I'm Brant, and I love Hallmark Christmas movies. Hey, I'm Panda, and I like Hallmark Christmas movies. I'm Dan, and I despise Hallmark Christmas movies, and this, this is, is the Deck the Hallmark, Hallmark Podcast. to be back. It's a Tuesday. Settling in. Um, man, it is feeling right. It's mm. much. Uh, it's the last episode of hey, the bro, week. you got something in your beard right what, in here. Is it right the there. You got a little, you got a little bit of chip. Salt yep. minis. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the last episode of the week, and maybe you're like, man, that doesn't seem like enough. Wait till next week. But boy, <laughs> do we have a surprise week. for you. There are 38 more of these. Plus, we may throw a few other episodes that's out as so well. That's so true. That's, that's so wow. true. Um, man, guys, how are we doing? We're, we're starting to recover from our uh, our 25-hour live stream that we did with our friends over at Friendly TV. How are we feeling? Mm, so, uh, two things. One is, I think today I feel better than I did yesterday, yeah. which is good. We're, we're starting to get back into a normal routine of, you know, sleeping. Uh, second of all, I looked over my notes, and my notes for this movie were at least, there were more of them than there were for the first movie we wow. watched. Because I think in the first movie, there's so much going on. We're, you know, there's we're live streaming, there's a chat. Whereas by the time we got to this movie, it took total concentration yeah, to really lock in. And I, I re- reread this, and I wonder if some of my take is more from sleep deprivation or because it's actual take. And so right. I'm interested, because I've heard a lot of like varying opinions on this, and I think if I don't know. I'll say that for the hot it'll take. Be, it'll be interesting yeah, yeah, yeah. to see how this one shakes be... out, but uh, I'm excited. Yeah. Uh, speaking of friendly, this is really exciting. We uh, we did hand out 10 free uh, year uh, memberships with friendly subscriptions, I yeah. guess. Uh, we gave out 10 during yeah. our live stream. We're going to continue it. Continue we're going to continue. continue it. Yeah. We're, I'm clearly doing great. Uh, we're yeah. going to give away one free year uh, a week. And so all you gotta do is go to friendlytv.com slash DTH. Um, and every Friday on the social medias, we will be giving out, um, a free, uh, subscription to one of you that yeah. have signed up and still so, have an active. So you get uh, all three yeah. Hallmark channels. You get our channel or all of our episodes on demand video. That's the only place you can watch them aside from Patreon. And as long as you stay subscribed, you are entered in that drawing every week to end Hallmark channel free for a year. So keep friendly for two months. Keep it for the two months of the holiday season. If you don't win and, and the budget's tight, you get rid of it. But, but I get the feeling you're going to like the Hallmark channel so much you're going to stick around and right. you may win free friendly. So you, you, you can't beat that. Yeah. So keep it during the holidays because listen, you never know what's going to happen. A Christmas, Christmas miracles, Christmas miracles, Graham. Christmas mm. miracles aren't hard to come by. Have you ever days. had one? Yeah. Yes, I don't want to talk yeah, about yeah. it there, mm. but it was awesome. Uh, guys, uh, speaking of Patreon, you mentioned that you could watch. You could actually watch us record live. That's right. It's one of the perks of being a Patreon. Uh, patron. Patron. Uh, it's patreon.com slash deck the hallmark. You get all sorts of goodies. Uh, the Facebook group, the uh, extra episodes. We're going to be the doing sticker. some Netflix movies this this holiday season as well for the patrons. Um, and, uh, and, so, uh, and you have a whole back catalog of bonus episodes including something we do every month just for the patreon community called the big, big three, three where we talk about our, our f- three favorite things of the month so lots of things uh reasons to join the patreon and you can do it right now by going to patreon.com slash deck the hallmark mm. uh, oh boy and, uh, we're trying to do 2000 reviews on itunes by by the end of this season um we've got 38 more episodes to go um we would love to just not talk about it anymore so let's oh, just man. do it this week huh? 2000 by season two well, Get we're less than five 500 away. We're listening right. 500 away. Um, and so we're, we're, we're getting it. Guys. We're rolling. We're getting it. Um, do you, any other, any other I things? Think, I think I'm ready. Um, let's do it. I do have a personal question. Um, what are your thoughts on kind of, uh, the way things are going? 
these days? I mean, I feel decent about it. Uh, I do he, have a tweet of the week for us. Um, really? A yeah, tweet yeah. of the week? Uh, I, I don't want to read the, the handle out because in case they don't want any fan mail. The tweet, tweet of the week is, uh, is a golden sunrise hashtag ride or die. That's the tweet of the week. Oh, golden sunrise. Golden sunrise hashtag ride or die. Wow. That's, good. That's a great one. That's, That's a beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. I like that a lot. Uh, it's time to talk about Christmas wishes and mistletoe kisses. It did originally air on October 26, 2019, and it went a little something like this. Uh, Abby is just the best person. She works at a retirement home. She's an amazing uh, mom and a fantastic decorator of Christmas. Uh, her boss is like, you should really be an interior designer. And I have an amazing gig. My son's house. We'll get there. Uh, but uh, but Abby's unsure. She actually really likes her job. And she likes uh, how much freedom it gives her to hang out with her kiddo. Uh, that night, she's walking around town. And she bumps into a big old business boy named Nick. Uh, and she's like, hey, there's this Christmas tree lighting. You going? And he's like, bah humbug. And walks away. Uh, she talks to her dad about the job offer. And he's like, you should go for it. Um, she has a son named Max. Uh, and he is just the cutest kid. He's great. He kills it in this movie. Uh, the next day, one of the retirees tries to set Abby up with his grandson and she's like I just don't have time for that I don't have time for love right now uh, I need to be with my son it's the day of the interview she goes into this billionaire's house mm. it's a mansion it's giant she's nervous the job uh, would require a little bit more time she's not sure how she feels about that but it is a great opportunity she shows up and who is it it's Bah Humbug Nick. Uh, he interviews her, and it doesn't go great. She clearly doesn't have a team big enough to fix up the place in time for the big party. And uh, when they end the interview quickly, she goes off on Nick. He's like, She's like, you're spoiled. You're rotten. Uh, and so he hires her. Uh, she quickly realizes that she is in over her head. She's trying to balance her new job, wanting to be with her son. And she keeps bumping in to that, that, uh, this guy named Dr. Mike. Dr. Mike is the son of that older fellow from the beginning of the movie and so he's kind of also uh, a love interest he's he's pretty great guy um cut back to the mansion she has quickly made this place into a winter wonderland like a boss uh she asked nick if he'd want to go shopping with her to make the house more his style and he's like i don't take days off um, his assistant, uh, well, I guess she's the, what is it? Uh, the the SVP. senior SVP. vice president. She's a senior vice president, but she acts like an assistant. It's a confusing thing. Um, yeah. Tells Abby that she is in way over her head. She needs to figure this out or she's out of here. She, uh, so Abby hops on the phone to tell her dad about what happened, and Nick overhears the entire conversation. So the next day, he's like, let's go get furniture together. Let's go shopping. And nothing makes sparks fly like furniture shopping. Mm. Uh, they even find themselves under the mistletoe, but they do not kiss. I repeat, they do not kiss. Uh, he drops off, uh, drops her off at home, comes inside, um, and he meets uh, Max, and he's not the worst with kids. He actually is pretty okay. Um, and that night, he has a gift delivered to her house. This dude is throwing game. Uh, the next day, Abby throws a cookie decorating party for a bunch of kids. Dr. Mike is there, and then Nick shows up, and uh, uh, and sees what's going on between him, uh, between her and Dr. Mike, and is a little bit jealous. The next day, Abby and Nick are together. 
And he takes her to a creepy basement where they find some Christmas stuff. And so obviously they almost kiss. Uh, so instead of leaning into those feelings, she goes out to dinner with Dr. Mike. Mm. Um, uh, and the next day, Nick again helps her so that she uh, can get to Max's pageant rehearsal. And again, he blows it under the mistletoe. They don't kiss again. It's date night with Dr. Mike. And guess who shows up with the SVP? Nick. Nick sees her with Dr. Mike, and guess what happens? Uh, they end up sitting together. Mm. This is mm. crazy thing. And, ge- and guess what happens there? Abby and Nick begin to flirt, and Dr. Mike and Kate, the SVP, kind of hit it off, but Dr. Mike still thinks that he's on the day with Abby like a moron. Uh, the next day, they pick a band to play for the party, and they slow dance, and he takes Abby and Max to go see Santa, but in doing so, he blows off a call uh, that really comes back to bite him. Uh, in the butt, in the bud... The bite him in the bud. bud. The bud. Mm-hmm. So Abby goes to his house to apologize for making him miss uh, the call. And he's all mopey. And he's like, I can't do this. This isn't working. Uh, Max straight slays at the pageant. He crushes it. Um, and after giving him some thought, Abby just isn't into Dr. Mike. Thank you. Next. Uh, Nick texts his mom uh, that he doesn't have time for love doubt it. Uh, She finishes decorating the house just in time for the pageant and has all these personal touches for Nick. The party's a big hit um, and she ends up dancing with Dr. Mike just to make Nick jealous. But then Kate goes in um, to propose to Nick or so we think. (laughs) Turns out she just wants a promotion because she's been crushing it this week and Nick gives it to her so that he can have more time with Abby. But Abby's not there anymore. Nick goes to find her. She's gone um, because he she thinks that Kate was proposing. Uh, so 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 he goes to find her and brings some violin players with him as a big gesture. Uh, he tells her that uh, he's in love with her and they kiss and it snows on Christmas Eve. And that, my friends, was Christmas, Christmas wishes and mistletoe kisses. Yeah. Ooh. Second mm. movie of the year. Second episode of season two. And we have four segments on this show. We did it. Every episode. You can expect these four segments if you're new with us. Welcome. Um, Panda, I always start with you on this one because I don't know anyone that gives a hotter They're scalding. They're they, scalding. They are really <laughs> hot. They're, they are so hot that you can't hold them with your hands, no. which means they might be just lukewarm. Tap water. It's time <laughs> for a hot take with Panda. Panda, what do you think of this movie? Love this movie, Bran. Uh, this is the first one. It was the launching of the Countdown to Christmas. The launching. It was fire. Man. Fire. Fire. Loved it. Loved this movie. Mm-hmm. Jill Wagner crushes it. I thought the writing was, for the most part, really solid mm-hmm. in this movie. Yeah. Uh, I really like the character development and the, their relationship as it develops. It gave me lots of Christmas feels, great decorations. There's some really fun dialogue. Here's even when the dialogue is stilted, Jill Wagner has this ability as an actress mm-hmm. uh, to go ahead and just pull it out like yep. just go ahead and absolutely crush it and make it feel natural and to make it feel Jill Wagner's a national treasure she is her, I mean her, she is just phenomenal like we need to stop this this just beating around the bush here Jill Wagner Chris Palaha those are the best movies right like yeah I, those two in her movie together like we love all these other like she, she's all next wonderful, level good but those two man 
Boy, she's next level. Yeah, they're good. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. And you know what is so impressive about Jill um, when we talked to her uh, last month is just how she's just like, you know, I did, I've never, I'm not like uh, trained to be an actor no. or anything like that. And she's just so good in every role. Yeah. And she makes every movie seem so relaxed. Like, it's Yeah, just, she does. The, like I, mm-hmm. this is what it is, and yeah. it's great. I loved this movie. I thought it was so great. And one of the things that I liked most about this movie was it was it was shot a little bit differently than a normal Hallmark movie. And I was thinking during the movie, man, some of these shots are different. There, it feels it a little really bit different. Dark. The, the color correction is interesting it's in a, a very, good way. Like, in the darkly filmed. Yeah, movie. and one yeah. of the things we found out during the live stream um, with uh, with the with the, the the live chat, people were typing in. This guy. Has um this was his first Hallmark Christmas movie and he's uh, comes from the horror field. He that makes, makes sense. Horror. And yeah. so it had almost this darker feel, but in a good way. Like it didn't feel like a horror movie. It felt like a, a winter movie. It felt cold. Yep. It felt like I, I don't know everything. Good ambiance. Everything yeah. about this movie worked for me. Um, I thought the actor was good. I, uh, it was his first. Yeah, he's from Legally movie. Blonde. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the kid crushed it. Oh man. Uh, Doctor Doctor Mike, mm-hmm. big Sorry. fan of him. Yeah. Uh, everything about this movie worked for Brand, and it was a great way to end 25 hours of, mm. of Hallmark Christmas movies because it kept me engaged with the flick. And so, thank you for that. Wow, uh, you guys know I love Jill Wagner. Uh, she's great. She was fun to talk to. Uh, Jill, if you're listening, um, I'm I'm really really sorry. I I hated this movie. <laughs> um, I, I she this is the worst movie that she's been in, in my opinion. All all, all the mur- murder mysteries. Pearl in Paradise. It has so many things about Hallmark movies that I hate in one movie. Um, oh, should she go with the doctor or the billionaire? Uh, <laughs> for, first, second of all, the doctor is the better character. Like, he's the guy she should end up with. Um, they say things like nothing's too much for Christmas, which is so dumb and stupid. And true. Um, and then lastly, and this is the biggest offender. Nothing of this movie. is too much for Christmas. Yes, there are things too much for Christmas. They name Name five things in yep. ten, 10 seconds. Ten inflatable nine, eight, in your house. Seven, hot six, air balloons. Five, four. Po- three, protesting. Two, one. <laughs> that was just three. Protesting. Said, that doesn't count. You're getting out. No, those are things. Anything. I just said protesting because it was the first thing in the mind. <laughs> it was like two chanting. Go, heck no, we won't go. Christmas. Da, da. The fact they did crank yeah. out three in probably less than 10 seconds. Yeah. Inflatable you in your house? Inf- if you had an inflatable that took up all of your house and you couldn't get in your house to sleep, I'll and just. Say- that, that's too much for Christmas. No, I will say this. No, no, no. Your I dogs can't move. If, Everybody's suffocating. If it that's is, too much for Christmas. That is too much for Christmas. Christmas. Thank you. That if is it's too much. Christmas time and I walk in and there is a inflatable too big for my house, I'm like, isn't that the darndest thing? Dogs are if dead. If it's any other time during the year, I'm like, oh, this no. is a, this is a no. nuisance. But at Christmas, terrible. there's nothing too So big you're for okay me. with suffocating in your own that's house right. for you Christmas? You can't get in. I pop it. You pop it to get in. No, 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 no. too much for Christmas. Mm -mm. It's in your house all Christmas season. That is too much. Just admit you're wrong here. Stop doubling down. No, no. I I think that is, that is too much for Christmas. Just because I pop it doesn't mean that it's too much. Yeah, you got rid of it. The inflatable has to be there all year long. Okay, fine. You know what? I deal with it. Because that's what you do. You, you adapt. You you do you uh, sleep do you, you just sleep you, outside? Uh, you adapt because you if you go outside, and if then, you go sleep somewhere else, then it was too much for Christmas. You're no, I I I go <laughs> I go. I'm gonna watch on friendly TV. He did a little swim I go, move. Under, 
I go under. Uh, There's nothing too much for Chris. You're in a world of football heroes. T-A-C-A-L-U-S. Callus? Hey, Santa Callus, when you come down. Man, that sounds like a way. Either the chimneys are getting smaller or I'm getting bigger. That sounds like a steak cut. Can I get the Santa Callus medium rare? Go ahead with your dog. Oh, that makes me hungry. Go ahead with your wrong take. No, You're too much for Christmas. The biggest. Oh, so I was right. There is something too much for No, you know what? You're delightful. Got him. Um... So the biggest the the biggest crutch of the movie and the thing that I think is the 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 unforgivable sin is is that what should take place in the last five minutes of this movie takes place in the last thirty five minutes and initially I thought it was because I was sleep deprived they are at that dance which is the last five, that's a classic last five minute scene she dances with a guy proposal then they kiss outside they started that dance before nine thirty and. I was sitting there going, huh, there's going to be more scenes in this. No, there's three commercial breaks in that dance. And that is that is unforgivable. It's a bad movie. The only reason that it's not dumpster fire is because the one we watched before, I already said, didn't get to Christmas at Graceland. And this movie, this is what the positive that I will say about this movie is. It is clear, how like evident, how talent elevates material. Because Joe Wagner and the dude elevate this stuff. Like, this is not good stuff. It is filmed a lot better than Merry Christmas Matches. But but all of that is window dressing of a really bad movie. I'm sorry. It's bad. He's wrong. Yeah, he's wrong on this one. Uh, it's time for All the Feels. But before we do, our, our All the Feels partner of the season, mm. uh, we are going to continue to give back to our friends over at Communities and Schools. They have been a wonderful partner. They were a wonderful partner during our first season. They were uh, one of the, the, the I think it was like they, they came in and they said, we believe in you guys, That's right. you're, what you're doing, um, and, and kind of what, what your message is <laughs> of joy. And so uh, we're excited to partner again with them this season. We're doing a lot of fun things uh, this year. It's not just a, hey, go donate, which you should. You can go to deckthehomework.com slash joy. Dickhomer.com slash joy to find out more about communities and schools and how you can give back to them. But we're also doing some different things, such as right now, if you go to uh, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, and leave a review for every review we get through the end of the season, we're giving a dollar to communities and schools, which is a lot of fun. Mm. Listen, we would love to give $100,000 to communities and schools. That hundred thousand. If uh, we get a hundred thousand reviews on the podcast, that's exactly right. We will work out a loan structure mm-hmm. with communities and schools right. to give <clears throat> over the next twenty years. That's right. Uh, we'll <laughs> make it up. It'll um, be a second so, mortgage. But there's also uh, going to be a, a shirt, I believe. Yeah, yeah. We're going to stay tuned on the deckthehallmark.com slash joy website uh, for some swag you can get, and uh, any way that you can. If you can give money, go give money. If you can buy a shirt, the proceeds go to it. Great. If you can leave a review, if you don't have money, go and leave a review. This is helping kids. Stay in school and graduate from high school. This this nonprofit provides resources to do just that, and we're more than happy. We're thrilled to partner with them in the process. And we mean it. If it's between giving to communities and schools or becoming a patron, that's right. Give to communities and schools. Help uh, students graduate that need some help. That's right. A little extra push. They are here to support those it's students. It's the time of season. It's, it's the season of giving. It is yep. the season of giving. That's so, right. So, so let's give. Um, it's time for all the feels. The part of the show we talk about when this movie gave us those feels. Um, for me, there is a, a scene um, in uh, the basement that I talked about. They're looking for Christmas decorations. And she tells this 
a fantastic story about her mom. We've, we've kind of been wondering about her mom up to that point. Uh, it's the last Christmas that she had with her mom. It snowed on Christmas Eve. Um, it hasn't snowed on Christmas Eve since she lost her mom. That story was phenomenal. Jill's uh, performance telling that story was phenomenal. Um, and uh, it, it crushed it. It gave me all those feels. Um, and we all knew that it was going to snow on Christmas Eve at the end of the movie. We knew it. Um, and that was kind of one of those things that's like, I can't wait for it to snow on Christmas Eve. Mm. To kind of so, kind of wrap this thing up. Bring it up. And Bring so, it uh, big, big fan of that scene for Brand gave me those feels. Panda, uh, Abby's son Max gave me the feels. I love this little kid. He is a phenomenal actor. Uh, he's great from beginning to end. Every scene he is in, he steals it. Uh, he's yeah. hilarious. He's super cute and charming. Uh, he's a riot. Uh, he, and he just, he's a great, he's the best Hallmark little kid I've ever seen. He's super adorable. And I would actually agree with that statement. I do have a wait what in one of the scenes he's in. I, yeah. But he is, you're, I would agree with everything you said there. He's adorable. Um, one of my really favorite good. scenes that he's in, uh, it's the first time um, Nick drops him off. He comes over and he's like, Mom, I'm hungry. Uh, Grandpa won't feed me. And he's like, no, it's because you want, you're want you not eating your dinner. You just want your dessert already. And so he goes <clears throat> over to the table because uh, he wants to eat the, the dessert. And uh, Nick goes, see you, Max. And he doesn't even turn around. He just kind of waves his hand and he's like, see ya. Yeah, yeah, and it's great. I love it. Love oh, great. my gosh. That's a, that's a he, good scene. He's such a sincere, authentic like kid. I yeah. mean, he's just, it's, I didn't feel like his lines were forced. Yeah. Like, he was just he's every scene he's in gave me feels like I every scene he was in I was smiling he's a great great kid and actor. I'll just say this you're gonna pay on the table dang I love it and I don't get passionate about much I'll this is what this. I'm passionate about I, I'm just a kid life's a nightmare wow Dan? that's weird it was um, a simple plan song so yeah. this is a great no 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 I, I understood the reference completely. <laughs> Didn't make it any less weird, guys. I love it. Mm. Hey, you missed 100% of the, yeah. the, uh, the, the look, shots you don't take. Um, yeah. There's a, a line in this movie that's, because uh, we lost it all, nothing lasts forever. <laughs> uh, no? Okay, no, that's sorry. not. My, my bad. That, <laughs> um, all right. No, this is this is all the feels. I do have a contribution. It's, it's pretty straightforward. Um, we got to talk to Jill Wagner, mm-hmm. and she talks so incredibly fondly of her family. Um, they still live in backwoods, North Carolina, somewhere. She lives in East Tennessee. And um, she talked about her dad in the interview. I, she mentioned her dad no less than five, six times. Did Ran a tire shop, a garage. He, she thought she was going to take over that tire shop. This is 100% true. You should go uh, listen to our episode. And she left to L.A. for a summer and then just never came back. Like, did come back to visit, but became an actress. And her parents were super supportive unbelievably kind in the process. Her grandma got to watch her on a Hallmark movie. It's a great story. But I say all that to say this, her relationship with her dad in this movie yeah. is the best thing about this movie. And I, I will just not take any other answer. That is great. It, she, it is such a natural relationship with a father that is incredibly supportive of a single mother. And she just play, you can tell she just digs deep into her relationship with her father. And it is very natural and very well done. I wish the rest of the movie were, good, were as good as that because yeah. that relationship of the dad who's willing to keep the kid, that whole thing, yeah. Is so wonderful, it's and great. she crushes it so well done, Jill. And I Nicely will say, done. one of the things that she does really well in this movie is um, playing up that tension when you mm-hmm. when you have a job that is asking a lot of yes. you, and you have a kid, 
and that tension of how much time am I going to give this job versus like I, I want to spend all my time with my kiddo, yeah. but I also have a job yeah. to do. And so it's that it's a really and she did she played that tension up really well um, and just some of her the way that she responds to things. And so great. It was a great. Just great job yeah. all around. It's time for the wait. What part of the show? The part of the uh, show where we talk about what this movie made us go. Wait, what? Panda. You got any? Yeah, okay. As much as I do love Max and everything, actually, his very first scene is <laughs> a wait, wait what? what? <laughs> about yeah. Max. This kid's caveat. No. Uh, they go to this, uh, uh, Abby and her dad and Max uh, go to the singing at this gazebo kind of thing. It's like lighting, Christmas it's a tree lighting. Singing. Yeah, you know the ones. The gazebo scenes. Yeah, my singings. favorite. Oh, singings. Yeah. I've been to many a gazebo singing. Do you like them? Love them. It's the acoustics. It's like we can't hear well, but you can tell they're digging it. (laughs) (laughs) Love that. Uh, Anyway, Abby and her dad just walk away. I can't can't hear. I I don't know what my harmony actually sounds like. I think they're singing. But judging by their faces, they're thrilled. I think they're singing Oh Come All You Faithful, but he's got one finger in his ear, and he is just, mm, he's getting it. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead. Sorry. Didn't mean to hijack. No, it's good. Uh, Abby and her dad walk off and just leave Max. Max runs to the front to watch the carolers and they're singing, but then they just walk off. Like uh, literally they are like quite a bit away from the gazebo. And here's my thing. I'm not sure that's the best parenting technique just to leave your kid. Uh, You never know. (laughs) No, I do know. I was a little little concerned. It's a bad technique. Uh, Second of all, they go to uh, Abby and Nick go to the antique store and they go to the hot chocolate stand that's in the antique store. uh, And she says, hey, you haven't had any hot chocolate quite like this. I'm going to buy it for you. And there's only two of them. The hot chocolate guy pours two cups and then he pours a third cup. Now, is he making them in advance? <laughs> well, here's my that, question. Why would you do that? That that ruins the hot chocolate. That antique store traffic for the hot chocolate. It's, oh. it's a banger. I mean, yeah. just it's out of control. Bringing uh, them on in. I just have a question about that. And the other thing is, uh, going following up that scene, they walk back to the house. But the thing is, before they get to the antique store, Nick says, hey, I'll drive us there. They just leave the car and then walk back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, YOLO. YOLO. Walk in the snow some. Uh, and I also have questions about the Christmas pageant. Yeah, pilgrims, and I think yeah. there's a pirate at some point. Uh, uh, I don't know. I, yeah. Uh, one thing I've learned from Hallmark movies is I have been going to the wrong pageants. Yeah. yeah. No, no. It's the same away in a manger every year. It's amazing. Where are the pirates? Yeah. Christmas pageants, by and large, are about Christmas, but not in Hallmark movies. Yeah. It's annoying. What in the pilgrim is going on here? Like, I don't understand how that that's a thing. Yeah. Like, I, I just don't. It was a very confusing pageant to me. I would also wonder, and it's just my take. Somebody might disagree with me. I don't know if they actually ever bring redemption for Kate's character, the SVP. She's she's mean throughout. And then they try it the last few minutes, and I just don't know if they ever make her a relatable character. Her redemption was she's going to have to work more. Yeah, but also like... (laughs) Which she wanted. She's the corporate individual through and through. demonize a career-minded woman who is trying her best to do the best by a company that's clearly successful, and they make her out to be a monster. such a foil, and it's bad writing. Yeah, and I... Like, I, that could have been a very nuanced character, even for Hallmark. Like, Nick's got to choose. I agree with that. And I just think it's a... Like, there there are so many reasons this movie's not as good as you guys think it is, and, and but that is absolutely absurd to me. She's a great character. 
well, they just try to make her mean for no reason. Well, and she honestly, she does what is best for that company yes. at every step along the way. Yeah. And as somebody, my wife, our wives are all career minded. Yeah, exactly. Yes. And so, like, for me, I, I, I found that slightly yeah. offensive on yeah. that regard because honestly, like, you have to be hard sometimes in, yes. in business and you have to sit there and say, hey, this is the hard thing. And I just don't know if they ever. They, they don't ever turn the corner on that. No. And so in that regard, that, that bummed yeah. me out because See, that's, that's not, not what, That's what we call a part of your hot take, but you said you loved the movie, so you couldn't give it. All I don't my, like that. Uh, all my wait what's end with, uh, not all of them, but most of my wait what's end with he's a billionaire. Uh, so, so here, you're taking my main one. Okay. But I just want to say, I won't, I won't use any of these. If he just does this one, there are six scenes where he could cup his hands together and go, I'm a billionaire, right? And it fixes it. Yeah, I, I'm sure there's more. That I, I'm sure that I, there's more that I'm missing. But first, they go uh, furniture shopping, and she points out a table that is the most boring table oh. I've ever seen. There's no billionaire that owns that table. I could afford um, that table. I could afford yeah, that that's table. Right. That's uh, true. It's uh, uh, it's 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 Christmas uh, Christmas Eve, uh, and he wants to uh, do this uh, this uh, big big thing for her to show that he loves her. Um, and he says he can't find a snow machine on Christmas. You're a Billionaire, I'm you a can billionaire. find one. Uh, and <laughs> his big thing on Christmas Eve is finding two violin players. You're a billionaire. Get an orchestra. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Kate brags about how she got boxed for the Cavs or the Cavs game. Either one. Not a big get because I'm a he's billionaire. a billionaire. It's bonkers. I got another one. They're at the antique store. Joe Wagner looks at him and goes, "It's on sale. High five. I'm a billionaire. It's full price for me." But how do you make those billions? He was on the Dave Ramsey system to Good make that guy, yeah, the, in the envelopes. He's got a billionaire. He's like, he has $1 million my, dollars right. in the furniture. That's right. Good thing that's I got right. that sale. My antique budget, only a hundred bucks. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, I've got to tighten it up. And just a, co- a couple of others, since I just counted that as one, mm. uh, the uh, Dr. Uh, Mike's pickup line is if you ever eat dinner, I eat. Is yeah. that a bad pickup? I, I'm not I, sure. I would have used it. The only reason it's not is because he's already laid out the fact that A, he's a doctor, B, yeah. he's great with kids, and C, he's a stunner. Yeah, he, yeah. He, he is. Older. So anything he says is going to be charming. Whereas if one of the three of us go with, hey, if you ever have dinner, I eat, it's just going to get a... Like an awkward laugh and a quick runaway as you grab can, your mace. Can I ask you guys just one? <laughs> that would explain also the reactions right. I've yeah, gotten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the end of the movie, based off of uh, personality and This looks, is not a contest right now. Who are you picking? Mike is the Dr. better Mike. choice. Dr. Mike's Dr. Mike is made for Abby. Here's why I disagree. Really? You're going with that? I, I am going with that. Is Nick. it because he's a billionaire? Well, yeah. I'm a billionaire. Billionaire. That's his pickup line, if you can believe it. <laughs> Billionaire, and, and I'd like you, to think I'm above that being working on me, but it it would work. His, on his big line is, "Hey, if you want to eat dinner sometime, I'm a billionaire." I'm a billionaire. <laughs> Literally. It, well, the other thing is, Doctor Mike's uncouth swine, and here's why. Uh, <laughs> when they're at cut the there. dinner, he sits there, and she's like, "Oh, I love violins," and he goes, "Yeah." No, that's your only contribution to the violins that we're playing at the dinner. 
is yeah. this is such a weird complaint. No, no, no. Because it shows that he's just not on the same wavelength as Abby. I actually, just, now that that's, that you brought up the violent players at the, the... Is it the same violent... Did he actually not spend any money on the big thing? Did he just steal the violin, violin budget? Uh, bi- violin violin envelope. players, come with me, come with me. That envelope is bone dry. <laughs> what you don't know is he spent f- uh, $5 million to have the Trans-Siberia Orchestra come and play one song at his house for no other reason but for him to sip a cognac. <laughs> and so that, that envelope... In pay. Hey, I oh, we need violins. No, can't do it. Cognac was delicious. I've, My uh, bad. I've seen Trans-Siberian Orchestra a couple times. Last year, I, I won When tickets. am I going to need violins again? Bring the orchestra over. <laughs> Last year, I bought, uh, I won Trans-Siberian Orchestra tickets on the radio. Yeah, you did. And uh, I was sitting fifth row. And it was awesome. But the thing that was the best about Trans Siberian Orchestra is there is a the, both the guitar players are old, uh, like old rock and roll, and it's great. But they he's just playing his guitar and he is just giving the eyes to the audience. And he's just like, din, 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 din. and it's awesome. Yeah, like he is just. <laughs> All, like it's not like he's just headbanging. He is just laser focused. The lasers at the Trans Siberian Orchestra are coming from his eyes. Wow, it's phenomenal! <laughs> That's great. So it was worth it. You say it you would have them come over to, to play a song? Yeah, I would. Uh, and I do have yeah. I, I do have one more. Um, and it's just uh, as, as somebody who has played um, uh, shows out and about. Um, you know, usually your background music and it is what it is. People are talking over you, but. If somebody said, hey, can you come to my house yeah. to try out to, to be, be the band, to be the a, band. a billionaire? Yeah. And I start playing and, and that person is talking as loud as Jill Wagner is during them. I'm walking out. <laughs> yeah. I'm not playing. I know you're a billionaire, but just like show me some common courtesy and just listen. But you know what's great is that maybe she was talking so loud because she knew that the vocals were pre-recorded. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I know that that's a softball, but no one in there is singing. Yeah, of course. But I'm just that saying. Is, that, like, it sounds like a different, like it's bad. Yeah, I'd be up. But yeah. all right, that's it. He's a billionaire. Um, yeah, the billionaire thing was a bunch of mine. Um, I do have a few questions. I, early on when they go to this uh, gazebo singing, she bumps into Nick. That's their meet cute. And she says, no harm, no foul, no broken candy canes. And I... I, just, I like it. I just, that's terrible. Um, the kid's adorable. He has no ability to paint whatsoever. Like, uh, no, he's, he's not good. And he doesn't, he just kind of hits it like a drum a few times. It's a weird bit. And Stick it's just to like, acting, kid. he knows how to act, but not when it includes that. They go to the antique store um, and she goes, oh my gosh, would you look at that? And it's this like chest of drawer. No, it's, it's a, like more like a secretary kind of thing. And he goes, it's missing pieces. Like, there are pieces missing. And she says, well, if, if you look at it like that, there are. No, that's a fact. There are pieces missing. Jill, it doesn't matter how sentimental you want to get about the coffee mugs. If there are pieces missing, that is a factual statement made by a billionaire who is worried about his antique budget. There are missing pieces in this particular piece of furniture. Nobody has given that secretary anything for secretary. That's notes. true. Yeah. Um, Dr. Mike is wonderful, but I am... That was Thank you. something. Dr. Mike is Dr. Mike is wonderful, but I am worried about a doctor off the clock that just carries little candy canes in his pocket for children. I I should I, I stop do doing that? What happened? Yeah, you probably should stop doing what? that. Okay. Between that and the if you ever eat 
I eat. <laughs> one, one time, a few years ago, he had a can of candy in his pocket. He did the ear trick, and he was like, that was a big hit. Banger. So that guy has has just a, a, a room full of candy canes just for that. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to do that every time I see it. That's right. That alone makes him not as good as yeah, the billionaire. Yeah, yeah. As well, a, it's a pediatrician trick. She was like, you're creepy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it's a weird bit. He also, do that all the time. They also come back from a break or come back from a different scene, and he goes, and that's why I'll have another, never have another nurse named Patience. <laughs> Occupational hazard. And everybody laughs. First of all, I do want to hear the beginning of that joke, but also, like, it's there are not many people named Patience. And second of all, it's not that tough. Like, just because the name of the nurse is the same as the patients that you treat, it's not an occupational hazard unless you're a bad doctor. Like... Well, here's what happened. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm a little bit lost. So he had a nurse whose name was Patience. P-A-T-I-E-N-C-E. That's a name? Apparently. It's also a virtue. Okay. Uh, but but he said it was an occupational hazard. Right. And I don't know for the life of me. I, I know how it Please, is. Story, okay. Story so me. what he was talking to yeah. another uh, sick person in, in the sick bay, and he said, and the person was like, where am I going to get better? And he says... You need patience. Well, patience, the nurse, was actually in the middle of a major procedure at the time yeah. working on somebody else. And she heard she was needed. She dropped everything and ran over so there confused. Then did, it's, someone it's not, need, did someone call for patience? It's not, call for patience. it's not an occupational hazard because of her name. It's an occupational hazard because she's a bad nurse. She's in the middle of a procedure, which one she shouldn't be doing. When she's Dr. a nurse. Mike calls, calls you, and you respond. Right. So, who? What procedure was she doing? If Doctor Open Mike, Heart, she, yeah, she is a nurse, Do- but also an oh, open heart surgeon. Wow, she yeah. she likes it. It's it's the you salary. She likes to get them both. Have really made me we're take my We're in a recession. <laughs> in the economy, not in this economy. Not in this economy. Um, <laughs> and lastly, I'm not sure that Jill Wagner's character has ever seen snow as an adult. Um, she says there's, she gives a great line. It's a very Christmas spirity line, which is snow's never bad. You know, it's always great. And and we all like, or like, we looked at each other and we said, mm-hmm. yes, yes, immediately. But he says, look, when the, the snow comes, when you're an adult, blah, 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 you know, snow's never bad. And then it snows what, I mean, I'm not a meteorologist. That's a foot of snow, at least outside. Mm-hmm. It's covering the roads. You can't even see any tire tracks. The snow is everywhere. She goes to him, realizing she's not going to make her kids practice as a pilgrim, and she goes, you know what? You're right. This snow is really going to slow me down. What? <laughs> what did you think was going to happen? Like, I don't, like, how can she possibly go back and go, you know what? I said snow is great all the time. Now, brr, mistake. It's a mistake on my part. She's never had a situation where it slowed her down. Yeah, I don't think as an adult she's ever, it's never been an issue. That's possible. All right. Uh, It's time for what the hallmark is part of the show. We talk about what could have been, what would maybe happen that would give some clarity to some questions that we still have. Uh, My only one is a very simple one and it is the Filler Up Cafe. One great name. It is Mm P-H-I-L thingy apostrophe R. R. Filler. Mm -hmm. Filler up cafe. Yeah. Um, I just want to know that like, did he always want to own a cafe? Is it, is it, is it going well? Is it it's successful? Great. It seems as if he lives there. He has mm-hmm. a little place above it. Uh, I'm just all about that cafe. I thought it was great. Um, and I would like to know more about uh, how the cafe came to, came to be. Yeah. I have a question. How did the billionaire make his money? 
Uh, do they ever clarify that? Like, how did he his, make his, oh, his What's his company? His dad, I know, was, was wealthy. Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he was the one who started the business that we don't really know what the business is. No. But his dad, I believe, was the one. Imports, but, exports. Imports, you know. exports. But, it's, uh, <laughs> but I believe he, he's a billionaire because of his dad, but he is also still a good business guy. Like his right. Dad, yeah, Tom, right. Tom. Well, I mean, Kate clearly doesn't know that everything's going to be all right. Like, she's really worried, like, the deal's going to fall through. But once again, she was right. <laughs> Billionaire. Yeah, like, exactly. once again, if a deal falls through, like, you've seen Succession on HBO. Like, things just happen. Like, it and is- I would just like to say this. If I ever become a billionaire and I still don't get a day off, well, what, you're not, the, you're not the, billionaireing, right? What's the point? I didn't bring that up. But for a guy that says he never takes a day off, he, he takes, takes a an lot awful days, lot yeah. of days Love off. Love will do that to you. It will. That's Garland for That's you. That's Garland for you. I have one. It's the Aurora Borealis Restaurant. Yeah. Um... You know, it's a weird theme. I think at one point they say that it's a charity restaurant, but it's also fine dining. And it also is like a rave because there's these lights. I want to know either. Is this just like a pop up thing? It is a pop up. They say it's a pop up. Pop-up. So, but you're popping up to do a fi- it's pop up fine dining, which, first of all, stretch. Second of all, why Aurora Borealis? Like, aren't they in like, where are they? Ohio? Where are they in this I'm not, movie? I'm not sure. I just I. I just have a lot of questions about the guy that owned it, what his thoughts were. Clearly, the, the big hobnobbers are all trying to get into Aurora Borealis. It's a hit. I'm just confused. And uh, I want, there, I want to I, there are a lot of pop-up fine dinings. That is a new thing that is really I happening. will say this also. So, have you been to some? I have not. I've never been. But like here's my thing. pop-up fine dining. Not in Greenville. I don't think it's no. Greenville. Uh, it's in some of your bigger seats, which so, go at least to your second point. Yeah, I don't town. think yeah. a small town this That's would right. be a thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I will say this, though. Uh, Nick, again, if you really wanted to be, impress her, bring her to the Aurora Borealis because you're a billionaire. That's right. Just bring her to the real one at the end. Billionaire. Hey. No, uh, two, two violins no. will do it. Yeah, we can't. Yeah. I couldn't find a snow machine. I'm making a grand gesture. On a budget. Hashtag baller on a budget. Hashtag <laughs> billionaire. On a budget. His, his he could private jetted her to the real yeah, Aurora, Aurora Borealis. That's what I'm saying. Wouldn't even notice the money's missing. Well, but again, billionaire. again there's that 500 grand, of them. That, that grand gesture envelope, what can you do? If, if it's only got enough for two violins, only yeah. got enough he for had, two he violins. He had a, a, a longtime girlfriend yeah. and uh, blew the whole uh, budget. He apparently only fills his uh, envelopes up. Once a decade? Once a decade, that's right. <laughs> billionaire that's a decade envelope that, that system with Dave Ramsey. The, that yeah, is yeah. the downside of being a billionaire is you don't get right. the monthly envelope yeah. refill. That's true. Stuff. What that's if true. Nick had tried, uh, you know, uh, Kate and uh, and and uh, billionaire show up? Uh, Nick is that. Mike. All right, so Nick and Kate show up. What if Mike had tried the candy cane ear thing on Nick? <laughs> I just want to know. Oh, this guy looks like he's up for it. It would have worked. worked. Yeah, I will say, man, the 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 ear trick still works for me. Let me ask you a question: If you were to do, if you were to do a candy cane ear trick on any real billionaire, which one would you Warren do? Warren Buffett. I think he would really laugh. I think he would get a kick out of it. Jeff Bezos is going to be the worst, but Warren Buffett. He would just be like, "This guy did the candy cane trick. It was a quarter when I was, it was a dot, it was a nickel when I was growing up. Uh, yeah, here's a here's a cool million. <laughs> in this in this particular portrayal, Warren yeah. Buffett is like an old timey guy who sits at the corner store in yeah. a rocking chair. <laughs> yeah. 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 Is yeah. Warren Buffett the Monopoly man? He's on. He's actually on Andy Griffith yeah. in yeah. this and just rocking back and forth. <laughs> it was a cool million, young fella. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, thank yeah. you guys so much for listening. If you wanted to watch, you can watch us on Friendly. Friendly mm. TV, every episode will be up for video viewing. Our you want a free trial? FriendlyTV.com slash DTH. It'll enter you in a chance to win free Hallmark Channel for a year. My goodness. Get out of town. Get uh, out of town. Guys, we're going to be back next week with four episodes. Whoa. Four movies, four episodes, and a partridge in a pear tree. Mm, yeah. Guys, until uh, until next week, hope you have a great one, and may we be the first to wish you a Merry Christmas. Christmas. Deck the Hallmark is a Bramble Jam podcast presented by Friendly TV. It's produced by Brandon Gray and recorded live in beautiful Greenville, South Carolina at the flagship property studios on East Coffee Street. For more information, go to deckthehallmark.com.